0: Just before you get into the next episode, I do just want you to note that the YouTube episodes are currently not up, unfortunately, and they will be up by next week or as early as or as soon as possible uh, from the date that this episode is released. Do not despair, you will get the opportunity to see us very soon live in color, but for now, enjoy the audio. (music) Hey there, welcome to Sakina Speaks. Yes, my name is Sakina Ishabani, and I am your host doing the most on your favorite podcast of all time. Very, very glad and appreciative that you are giving your time and your energy to listening to this podcast right now. You could be doing a million and one other things, but you chose to be doing those things while listening to this podcast. (laughs) Thank you once again and I am super, super blessed to have you to have this podcast, this platform, to be sharing uh, these conversations and these stories And all of these great things that many of us really know nothing about, but about to learn um, a lot about right now. Uh, Thank you once again. And today we're just going to be continuing on what happened in last week's episode. If you didn't listen to it, it is available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and many more. It is Sakina Speaks with no spaces, S-A-K-I-N-A-S-P-E-A-K-S. So when you're sharing that to someone, because obviously if you're listening to this right now now you're probably a click or a scroll away from that episode and you will be doing yourself a favor by listening to that first if you haven't listened to it yet but right now we're going to be continuing going straight back into it sorry i didn't even welcome you back to the episode but we're going straight back into it and we're going to be listening to what our src president the upsrc president currently running for the term 2019 to 2020 has to say about being in the src stay tuned listen up and enjoy. Okay, um, so please paint us a picture of how exactly the SRC works.
1: Right, so at the University of Pretoria, uh, and I'll speak in this context because I cannot speak on other SRCs, so I am not well enshrined with the day-to-day runnings of uh, other institutions. At the University of Pretoria, we have a Student Representative Council, which is the largest and most recognized governing body. Uh, the student life component is organized according to a hierarchy at the top of that hierarchy is the SRC. The SRC in of itself is comprised of uh, 12 elective portfolios. The remaining portfolios are ex-official portfolios. So the difference between the two is that elective portfolios are elected directly by the student body. Ex-official portfolios were elected and by virtue of previous elections, by virtue of occupying Certain leadership roles; they are then selected within that same group of contemporaries to go into the SRC. Mm-hmm. So an example I will give is that the SRC has a number of subconsuls. Mm-hmm. One of them is the resident subconsul, okay. that is comprised of the chairpersons for the male residences and the primarias for the female residences, which is basically a female chairperson, okay. right? All of them come together and form the residence affairs subconsul. They deal with just about all residence matters. Mm-hmm. They will then elect a chairperson of chairpersons okay. and primaria of primarias. These two then go on to occupy seats in the SRC. and That's how the ex-official component works. Okay. And then the elective component is where you will see people's uh, faces all over the campaign posters. Mm-hmm. That's where you will uh, partake in what is referred to as a circus. Mm-hmm. That's basically where you present yourself, your vision, your dreams. Mm-hmm. We refer to it as a circus because it gets pretty wild and pretty crazy
0: because <laughs> i was like okay <laughs>
1: um so i think mean, if you can survive a circus you are well on your way yeah uh, and then uh, the src has uh, all of its different offices and each of them see to a different aspects of student life unpacking it would take some time but in summary Um, We have uh, the SRC executive, president, deputy president, secretary, deputy secretary and treasurer, that's the executive. Then we have the SRC, um, all portfolios ranging from uh, study finance uh, to marketing media communications um, to student culture to uh, transformation and student success and everything else in that sort. So each member of the SRC is directly responsible for everything student-based that falls under their portfolio. Okay. So we have a portfolio for a postgraduate and international students to face. Right. So they deal with postgraduate issues as well as issues for international students. Okay. For example, our international student representative, um, Sinasha Tatuma, this year has been working very hard on Uh, The issues that have been plaguing a lot of our international students, those from Zimbabwe, their bank accounts being frozen, unable to transfer money, uh, negotiating with different stakeholders within the university to facilitate they being able to register and things of that nature. Um, So, we deal with just about everything. Um, In my capacity, uh, in my particular office, I would say what I deal with the most are the emergencies. Um, If I'm seeing, I don't know, let's say 25 students today, Uh, the first student will come, Mr. President, I haven't eaten in four days. Um, The next student will come, well Mr. President, I I tried to kill myself last night. The next one will come, uh, Mr. President, uh, my girlfriend just had a baby. I don't think I have the funds to continue my studies and support her. Um, And these are the issues that I had spoken about. You can't really quantify them. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of very supportive staff and I wouldn't be able to do my job without them. Mm -hmm. Um, And in recognizing that, there are just very many issues that uh, you have to think out of the box to solve. Um, And uh, to answer your question directly, Mm -hmm. what the SRC is, is... uh, the highest governing body for students recognized by the statute, which is the legislative mandate given by the government to the University of Pretoria. Mm-hmm. The SRC deals with all student issues, full stop. Right.
0: Well, those are pretty real issues to be dealing with, and I don't think people really understand what goes on behind the scenes, because most people say, I don't see my SRC, I don't know who my SRC is. Members are like We never see them on campus We don't really care You know But these are the things That you guys deal with Behind the scenes I mean I haven't eaten in four days I mean That's a real issue That's a real life thing It's not a person on paper or a number, you know, it's not a statistic, it's a real person, it's a real issue, so um, I think you guys should communicate more with your SRC members, get to know them more, I know that universities always do put these things in place where you guys get to know them, there's always a place where you can find their names, their contact details and stuff like that, so can you tell us a bit about where they can find you guys?
1: Well, you could Google University of Pretoria Student Representative Council. You'll find our website there. All of our contact information is there. Um, minutes of our meetings. Uh, we also post regular updates as to when we're going to have student forums. And that's basically a space where you can engage with us directly, ask the questions you want to have answered Or simply pull through at any one of our offices on campus.
0: All right, thank you. So these are real life people, and you can go to them with your real life problems, and they will give you real life solutions. I'm not campaigning on their behalf. (laughs) They did not pay me to do an advert, but I'm just trying to say, um, I think we should remove that barrier, that thing of the, you know, that glass wall or whatever that we do. Um, to alienate ourselves from them and they they are your your fellow students after all so we, we should interact and engage with them much more another
1: interesting component Do you know how many times people are surprised that i'm still a student um you will walk in and you will see me in office at 8 a.m and you'll leave at 11 and i'll still be in office and uh, it's one of the biggest questions i get is mm. do you go to class i,
0: I also want you to know. know whether you go to class
1: <laughs> I should go to class more <laughs> Um, But no, I do attend classes, take my academics very, very seriously. I'm a third-year student, final-year student, first-ever second-year student to be elected. And that's something that I find very um, funny as well. I got uh, someone slid into my DMs uh, recently.
2: Um, Okay. And
1: uh, I'm wondering if you're watching. Um, But... Uh, this is a very very highly respected individual within the space of academia Mm -hmm. so he texts me yo how are you doing Dave hope you're well Mm -hmm. um after your master's what is your plan are you planning to go into academia and I'm thinking I should text him back and tell him I don't have a degree (laughs) yet you know
0: (laughs) yeah but I mean that's just how well balanced it looks on the outside Just, just to to give you a little bit of a glimpse, you know. So that's that's just how we see it, honestly. I don't even understand how you're able to juggle that, but it it is going to show that you can do that. You can be the president. You can be an independent um, candidate, and you can still be really good at you know your 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 school stuff. So academics and all of that. So it's possible. He's shown that. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to the rest of our questions. Um, What is one of the biggest challenges you face, not just as SRC president, but as a student representative in general?
1: I'd say the biggest challenge that we face is always having to do with perception. Um, And the reason why I say that is because it is often the perception that paints a picture. Mm -hmm. Some of us, we see a picture that we like. Some of us see a picture that we don't like. Some of us see a picture that we don't necessarily understand. Mm and when we do not understand it becomes the unknown and for many of us we fear the unknown therefore we do not engage with the unknown um i would say there are very many instances where um, a lot of issues that arrive on my desk arrive at the 11th hour you know um so my payments have been delayed for three months um i didn't want to speak to anyone because i was afraid i didn't know there was anyone i could speak to i didn't realize this was the kind of thing that you could try and step in and help us with um again that's all because of the perception um perception is always one of two ways either you're too busy to help me or you are simply a student you can't really do much or maybe you don't want to do much Mm. and um That's always been a very interesting uh, space to navigate. That's one of the things that we're really pushing and trying to change as an SRC, uh, because there's always been that perception that in the SRC, you become a god on the campus and you can do anything and everything. That's not the case. Um, We do have our limitations. um, We do have spaces where we're able to operate. But one thing that is always very very clear very important very pertinent mm-hmm. is that we are students we know student issues mm-hmm. therefore we know mm-hmm. how to address student issues and i'm um, very grateful to say that i think in our particular term as an src this is a perception we're starting to change mm-hmm.
0: no i can see that because i'm not even at up yet but i do yes. know <laughs> but i do um i, I mean I'm, i can say to an extent i am engaging with with You know, besides the fact that he is my friend, which is an advantage, you know, just to give me a little bit of a glimpse into what you guys do. But otherwise, I can see that you guys are active and you guys are pushing. So yeah, it's you guys are doing great so far.
1: I appreciate that. Again, we did not ask her to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I am available. Okay. (laughs) Um, All right. So when people come to you for help, what do they usually need help with?
1: Um. In my office, it's just about everything. Uh, I missed an exam. Can you help me get registered for the sick exam? Or I fell asleep. Can you help me get ready for the supplementary? Um, It could be I am about to be evicted. Um, I don't know what's happening with my finances. Can you help me and look into that? Uh, Or it could be something as simple as I just wanted someone to talk to. Um, in my office I have couches And I'm trying to create this perception Where I call the office the student's office Because the students place me there um, So there are times where people walk in And they just find someone sleeping there And they find it so odd But um, it's really just a wide range of issues So something as simple as I didn't perform as well as I wanted to Could I speak to you about that? Or something as extreme as Um, I'm facing a disciplinary and I don't know what to do
0: about it Um, How do you relax after a day of work? (laughs) Uh,
1: Well that depends on if I leave the same day
0: Um,
1: So if I do end up leaving before the next morning um, one thing that I like to do is just sleep I feel like I need to do more of that Um, but before I sleep I'll always watch a video that I find hilarious Because okay. I, I love to laugh I'm always laughing and cracking jokes
0: I find laughter therapeutic
1: It is, it, <laughs> it really is really like, and truly yeah. is It's, it's, um, it's
0: deeper <laughs> just laugh Like I'm trying to cope here So I'm going to watch that funny video
1: It really yeah. helps um, you know, Even in meetings I will uh, Open up every meeting with a joke I call it my joke of the week okay. They're terrible jokes But <laughs> I, I find them funny um, yeah. But I'll, I'll go home, I'll watch something funny, then I'll watch something informative, um, probably like a news clip or something. And then afterwards, I'll sit down and I will just rest. And I can't really describe it. I, I just sit and I kind of wrestle with my thoughts. And the reason for that is because um, for many people, what helps is switching off when you go back. Um, but then. There's a lot of those thoughts that still ruminate. And it's kind of hard to switch off when you know I'm going to have to get up and deal with this in the morning. So I wrestle with those thoughts and I think tomorrow this is what I have to do. And I kind of put together a game plan. And once I have that, I'm like, okay, that's great. Uh, Let's roll over and uh, get some rest. Uh, One of my favorite ways to unwind is uh, just... uh, wish I could do more of this you know put on a pair of comfy pants Mm -hmm. and uh, watch movies or series or something of that kind I don't get enough time but it's this something I would like to do more
0: okay so next time you see him just steal him for (laughs) a (laughs) movie we'll say it's your fault but uh in your opinion are you satisfied with where you are now in general
1: it's a really good question Mm -hmm. I will answer that a great and emphatic no
0: <laughs>
1: and um this is um, this is actually something we were discussing beforehand mm-hmm. and and in the previous episode what i spoke about was um, that my greatest fear is that i stand before god he shows me a screen on that screen i see i was supposed to do great things but i didn't mm-hmm. um and the reason why that leads to me not being satisfied is because i feel like i haven't started mm-hmm. uh very many people define success in very many different ways. Um, I don't think I make enough money to be considered successful. Uh, I don't think my influence is large enough to be considered successful. Uh, there is, th- there is a, level, a certain level that you get to. Um, just about everywhere I'm invited, um, people always refer to me as croix and that's something I find funny because it happens all the time um, in newspapers and interviews and radio whatever Mm -hmm. and someone asked me why don't you ever correct people Mm -hmm. and I said well there's gonna come a day where I won't need to and when I get to that point that's when I can start to say that you know what I feel satisfied Mm -hmm. but more so there is so much more work that I want to do. So many people that we need to influence. There's an entire world that is 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 needing more, needing assistance, needing help, needing more people that are genuine. Yeah. Um, I study politics. Politics is considered to be very dirty. It is considered to be crude. It is considered to be where you go when you have no soul. Yeah. And the fact that that is the perception, first of all, the perception is true. But... Second of all, it is a perception that I believe that we need to change and we need to be doing more to change. And the only way to do that is to actually do our work, actually care about the people we claim that we care about and actually allow that to reflect in the legacy that we leave behind. Mm -hmm. And I think once I can sit and I can look and the legacy continues where there are more people who are motivated and inspired, and whose lives have been changed and to the point where they look back at what you have done and they say, good God almighty, I can do more. And they get up and they do more and they raise up an entire voice that is the generation of an entire nation. Let me tell you, we will have joyful jubilation. We will have celebration. We will have the emancipation of thought. Yes. And that is the point at which I will say that I feel Satisfied.
0: I think it's a wrap, guys. Um, he stole the <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, wow. Please cut out all those wows because I'm just like.
1: <laughs> I'm saying wow <laughs> in my head.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, then this is probably a question that all of us are asking. I'm always asking this question. How do you manage to remain so humble?
1: Oh, look who's talking. I mean, I am on Sakira Speaks right now, you know. <laughs> Uh, my identity is found in Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the earlier episode, we spoke about my mom and my dad. My mom taught me to love Christ, my dad taught me about hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, I don't see why we would grow big heads. What's the difference between me and the person who's watching this? Uh, What's the difference between you and I? We're on camera. Mm -hmm. There's someone behind the camera who's doing amazing work. And um, simply because you're not there and seen and known does not mean you are any less of a contributor. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't do what I do without other people. And as soon as you think that you can, then you make a mistake because you alienate so many people and your hands become tied. Um, So I would say if I am humble, it's because I realize that I can't do it on my own. And you may have a perception of greatness and so forth, but true greatness is when you don't have to tell other people you're great. And when you do, that's when you've made a big mistake. Wow.
0: I mean, I can't. I can't even. This is, this is like. <laughs> what is the best remedy for anxiety caused by speaking in front of a large group of people? Because you're always speaking, and you always look so powerful <laughs> and so authoritative and so like inspirational. So, how do you remedy that? What is your remedy?
1: Right, anxiety speaking in front of people. Mm-hmm. I remember that, yeah It's an interesting feeling It's a very real feeling It's not a nice feeling <laughs> <laughs> um, One thing that helps me and mm-hmm. I think everyone has the kind of tick that works for them But what helps me is I will look at everyone in the eyes okay. Absolutely everyone um, Because I want to see Whether or not what I'm saying is impacting you right now Um, and the fact that it does keeps me going Mm -hmm. the way I got to that point though was I used to look into a crowd and just stare at people's foreheads and it looks like you're looking at just about everyone Mm -hmm. when in actuality you're you're seeing a lot of heads (laughs) a lot of foreheads great foresight you're ahead of your time (laughs) um (laughs) That is what helps. First of all, finding a manner that makes you comfortable. If you've ever seen me speak, you'll notice one of the things I like to do when I get up is I will be quiet. and I will just look at everyone. And Sometimes I do this for 10 seconds, sometimes 30 seconds, sometimes 2 minutes. People wow. are always asking me, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, first of all, I want to be comfortable. And mm. second of all, I want to command attention. Mm. So when you call someone to speak and they get on stage and they just look at you and they're wondering, why?
0: Why is he looking at me? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then once I feel comfortable, it's only then that I will start to speak. So, uh, to summarize that, uh, I like to look people in the eye. Mm. And then I feel comfortable. And then I can
0: start to speak. Okay. Honestly, at least it's better than the whole, imagine everybody in their underwear thing. I've like, tried that,
1: it's, Ooh, really, but it does, so, so, <laughs> it does not work. It
0: does not work. I feel like it will make you more nervous than you were when you stepped up there. So. That's true. So, I don't know. I think with me, it's just a you, you start flowing and then it comes to you. So it's more like a start, with, you know, just Oh, So you just get again. up. You and it will, it will continue coming to you Because just like you said when, when you look at people And you see how this is inspiring the person When you see that someone is feeling this Then you're like, you know what Then maybe I am doing something right Let me just run with it And then
1: She's given many speeches about. also uh, I, Former head girl, by the way
0: <laughs> But I mean, it was twice actually in my life So I was head girl in primary school But this is not about me But I was head girl in primary school And in high school And it was very different but, I mean, it was, it was kind of like a cool goal thing. Like, can I do it? Can I not? So, you can do it. And you can do it in a country which is not your own. You know? Because, as you know, we are from the DRC. So, yeah. You know, I didn't know.
1: The, I don't think I know anybody who's, really? who's been a uh, hit, hit person. Twice. Twice. Really? Wow
0: still this game i'm joking <laughs> but um we were just trying to like keep break like you know breaking boundaries and trailblazing like you were doing and and even with this like it's just to inspire everyone to say you can do it like i never knew like i used to impersonate people i used to like like imitate well no 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 what do you call this thing um I feel like I'm, like, the biggest copycat, though, honestly. Because I'll just, like, whatever you say, and I'll try to say it exactly how you're saying it. And, like, that's just where it started with radio people and stuff. Like, hi, how you doing? And, you know, you're just trying to do it with them. And it just so happens that, thank you, Jesus, he gave you the voice as well. Yeah. I remember I was watching this. I was listening to one of my episodes, and it was about to end. And I was like, no, what are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> let this go on. But um, that's that's just a cool thing. That's, that's a
1: very that's, good sign, by the way.
0: I hope so. Eh? I um, That's just how you know it's not from you because I was listening to myself and I didn't want it to stop. So it's from God, guys. And we just say thank you, Jesus. And we're just doing this because people are always trying to filter God out of everything. But we're trying to show people that you can be great and you can be great because of God and you can still just keep shining through his light and his glory. And yeah, it's okay.
1: Facts. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> then, um... What have you learned from people who have lived before you that you now apply?
1: Oh, I really, I really like this question. Okay. Um, when I was, well, let me speak in my, my term as president. Mm-hmm. Um, what I learned from the young man in Tabo Shingange, okay. who was acting president and deputy chair, mm-hmm. uh, we sat down and he told me one of the biggest things that you need to remember is that you're the one in this role. Reason being, when you're in any position of influence, people are going to pull you left and they're going to pull you right. When you get to a point where your convictions are not your own and you will flip this way or one day mm-hmm. and flip that way the other day, no one's going to take you seriously. Mm-hmm. And that was a very important piece of advice from my predecessor, Consular Moloto. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: One thing that he taught me, um, and whenever we speak, he'd always tell me the things that would haunt him were the people that he couldn't help. Uh, Those cases where he would try, and he would push, and he would plead, and he would fight, and he would scratch, and he would Mm plow, and he wouldn't be able to get there. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking that I'm Superman. I was on a mission, to help anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. And I was determined to do so. And honestly, I still am. Mm-hmm. But he taught me that if you're ever in a space where you've helped someone, but it wasn't in the way that they wanted. or You've assisted someone, but there's still a lot more to be done. Or you've facilitated that things moved smoothly along the way. You hit a lot of rough patches, but you don't beat yourself up about it too much. Because you owe it to all of those that have put their trust in you to keep pushing, to keep trying, to keep working hard. And when you're self-loathing, when you are depressed, it is difficult to do so. Because instead of focusing on helping, you're focusing on why am I not helping? And you end up Helping a lot less mm. So I'd say From those who came Before me Two very important Lessons mm-hmm.
0: yeah, Definitely Something we can All apply in life <sighs> Note to self <laughs> <laughs> Who is the greatest Leader of all time In your opinion Who Pressure There's pressure
1: I'm gonna say Jesus Yeah Who Jesus uh, I, I, I love reading the word Cause he's who uh, He is I Can't say once He is, he is. <laughs> he is such a renegade I mean, the man shows up It's flipping Sabbath day And he says, yo, are you sick? I- I'm gonna heal you, mm-hmm. yeah, alright um, You're in the market there? Get out of here, flipping up tables And uh, he just showed up and changed the game mm-hmm. uh, And in a nutshell, you're like, but why though? And he says, well, I wrote the rules Who are you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and It's one of the biggest things I love about reading the word uh, And reading about Christ And just how he would conduct himself You know How it was always about the father He never cared about the perception Uh, I remember I can't remember who it was When he spits on the ground And he mixes it up And he takes the mud And he applies it on the man's eyes And he's granted sight Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking like,
0: I think it was Mm -hmm.
1: I think it was And I'm just thinking about that picture. Imagine like Jesus shows up and he's dead. He's like, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Mm -hmm. Son of the Living God, Mm -hmm. name above all names, creator of everything. Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Mm." Yeah, and he rubs it on, right. you, on, on your eyes and I'm just thinking that is incredible
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and what I learned from that, I always like to mention what I learned from mm-hmm. these, because I learned from you mm-hmm. you learn from me, I'll probably walk outside on the street and learn from the guy who's selling, I don't know popcorn or yeah. something uh, what I learned from that is how your definition of you mm-hmm. is unique to you what works for you will not work for me. What works for me will not work for you. Yeah. So I can try and learn from you, but I can never be like you. And you can never be like me. Mm-hmm. And um, I really think that's the beauty in the way that we were created. But greatest leader of all time.
0: That that is your superpower after yeah. all. So, so definitely no, you're definitely the greatest leader of all time. I mean, like we are all following you. So I mean it must say yeah. something. Um are there anyone crazy? to come
1: yeah. with a better answer <laughs> than that? <laughs>
0: We'll, talk, we'll see if we can top that up. Um, what is your greatest achievement?
1: My greatest achievement is definitely the fact it always comes back to Jesus. Honestly. Yeah, that's um, yeah. Well the fact that I've accepted him mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Nothing that I'm doing Nothing that I would have done Nothing that I am going to do Would be possible without him and, that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think Even on those days When I'm dealing with a lot And it's pressure And it's heavy And I just want to shut out the world And I can just sit down And I can speak to him directly uh, Something I cannot ever Take for granted And it's, he's what keeps me going. Uh, Every achievement, accolade, medal, trophy, um, I suppose I have many of those. But whenever I look back at the story of how we got there, it's always been because of Christ. Mm
0: -hmm. Praise Jesus for that.
1: I don't know if it's an achievement on my it part is, because he yeah. just he, he 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 did it like when, I don't know so, when I say achievement it kind of sounds like, like I, I did I, something yeah. you know I so feel
0: like, yeah essentially for a child of God there is no achievement then. Like the only achievement would be to enter heaven
1: hmm. well, I like that so look forward to seeing you then
0: Amen <laughs> <laughs> hey, so yeah um what does success mean to you I know you spoke about how people have different definitions of success. What is success to you?
1: Success to me is being in a space that you enjoy what you're doing. Working towards a goal that you believe you can and you will achieve. So, some people approach me and they said well you're so successful uh, based on what? they'll be like no you're always doing things you get invited to meet so and so and go there and you get VIP this and whatnot. Um, and they'll say well you're very successful other people will laugh at that and say you don't earn half of what I earn mm-hmm. you're not successful mm-hmm. you're still dependent on your parents heavily you're not successful mm-hmm. you didn't get married yet you're yeah. not successful Um, So, I think success will go hand in hand with contentment. Because if you are chasing success, but you are not content within that success, then it is not success. It is someone else's definition that you are trying to bend your life around. And in doing so, it will always be failure. Because when your success is not your own, you will always fall short. Therefore, when you are content with where you are and know where you're going... I would define that as success
0: so to that young creative out there to that engineer, whoever it might be, just remember that your purpose is, is what you that that should be your aim and your goal to to fulfill that and not what your parents want you to do. I know this is like this is rich coming from me, yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, what your parents want you to do at the end of the day guys you won't you, you need to find that thing that that wakes you up at night, keeps you up that that doesn 't allow you to sleep that you cannot live without it. You even forget to eat because eating is not enough if, if that thing within you is not satisfied. And that's what you should keep chasing that feeling within you that keeps you alive. So, immense. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, and lastly, as we conclude this amazing, rich, just so wholesome interview, what do you want to be remembered for?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, what I would like to be remembered for is the following. Mm -hmm. When I am gone, Mm -hmm. when I am not around, when I'm not as busy, when you cannot get me on the phone, when you look back at me, you look back at my life, you look back at the legacy, you look back at what I left behind. What I want to be remembered for is the simplest response, and that is mm-hmm. that I gave my absolute best, and my best was able to influence so many people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The reason why I say that is because oftentimes we do not give our best. Mm-hmm. There are very many reasons for that. Mm-hmm. We do not give our best because we are afraid We do not give our best because we do not like what we are doing, therefore even if we wanted to, we cannot. We do not give our best because sometimes we do not believe that our best is good enough. You spoke about what we do in the future, you spoke about success, you spoke about our dreams, our inclinations and our goals. And the one common thread in everything that you've said is that we are looking forward and we are looking ahead. And as we are moving down this road, and yes indeed I will call it a road because it is a road that is riddled with potholes, it is a road that has so many detours and nepturns, it is a road that sometimes is filled with stop and goes, it is a road that we are trying to avoid e-tolls, it is a road where we are going. The one commonality is that this road is going forward, we cannot go back on this road. And as we are traveling on this road, all we can do is to give our best. And I'm not talking about simply saying you're giving your best. I'm talking about knowing what it is that you want because only when you truly want something will you give it your best. If I dropped a file on your desk and I told you to do this or else you would not give your best, you would do what I tell you to. But if it is what you want, if it is your goal, if it is your dream, if your destination is what you can see clearly, you will put your seatbelt on, you will take that key, put it in the ignition, you will check every window, every mirror, you will even look down at the pedals and make sure you are in working order because you will be driving at your absolute best. Full speed ahead. And if I'm remembered, as the man who gave his best. Gave his best for God. Mm-hmm. Gave his best for his fellow man. Mm-hmm. Gave his best for his society. And motivated others to do the same. Imagine the kind of world that we would be living in. My best today. And I will say it again. It may not be as good as my best yesterday. But so long as it is my best today. It. Is good enough. And that is what I want to be remembered for.
0: I don't know whether to say amen, thank you, but but that is as powerful as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. David Cabo. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This was phenomenal and I know that you are inspired. Please remember to like, subscribe, comment below and give us all your feedback. His information will be in the description um, below. So thank you so much for everything. I am super, super blessed to have you all watching this. If this is your first time, don't run away. We are crazy. (laughs) But it is always going to be the best of the best. From my side, from David's side, God bless you. Sakina has spoken.